how these guys get so big so quickly and it's it's not just exercise these guys if you are getting paid 10 million dollars to put your face on a tv show you will get the best trainers the best exercises and then performance enhancement drugs they all take peds um not to say that it's all anabolic steroids and stuff like that but they take performance enhancement drugs it's not sustainable once again. They do that for a career. They do that because they can afford to spend three hours a day in the gym because that's actually part of their job. They're not doing it because they want to feel healthy and stuff like that. So it's easy for them. The problem with that is, I don't have a problem with that. They have to look cool in the movies. Imagine that Iron Man's a fatty, you know, and his rocket suit doesn't want to go up. So they have to look good in these shows. We get that. The problem is that it creates this perception in a lot of people that if they can get that shredded that quickly, surely I can. Hey everyone, welcome to the RLT podcast where we share some real life tools, tips and tricks to help you not only discover but also reach your ultimate goals. What's up everyone, welcome back to the Real Life Tips podcast. I am your host, Mono. I'm Leon, welcome back everyone. So stoked to see you guys again. Um, Mono, we've we've taken a bit of a break. Uh, We did our first 12 episodes. It was great fun. I think we learned a lot. We spent the last month or so analyzing our work and figuring out what we're doing wrong, getting some feedback, and we're trying to introduce those tweaks and things to our show. And hopefully, yeah, that's just to obviously make it better for you guys and make the experience better. Um, You know, there's a comment section on the um, podcast as well. So if you've got any feedback, any tips, any things you want to hear from us, leave a comment, leave a like, um, share it with your friends. And yeah, let's get the show um, bigger than it is. Yeah, absolutely. I think I'm so, so, so stoked to be back, Leon. I don't know about you, but it's been a while since we've been behind the microphone. We've been constantly uh, releasing our episodes, working on uh, our website, getting everything up and running, our Facebook pages up and running, all of that stuff. So super, super excited to be uh, sharing some new content with you guys in the upcoming few episodes that we have planned. And man, do we have stuff planned for you. I think uh, we've got a, a couple of very, very interesting episodes coming up. So stay tuned for that. And I think uh, without further ado, let's get this session kicked off. Leon, what are we talking about today? You had a really <laughs> cool idea. So I think in the spirit of uh, kicking off our next 12 episodes, so if you if you think of most of the like series and stuff like that, they come in 12s. Um, we pretty much have content written up now and ready for recording for the next two years. So we spend a lot of time during this phase also uh, just making sure that we've got a lot of stuff that you guys are going to be interested in. And being back is great, and we decided to hit this one off with a bit of a soft, uh, wait, not a soft topic, maybe a bit of a relaxed topic, something hopefully that you're going to laugh about a little bit. So, Marnu, we decided to make this episode about my life decision to, look, I'm a little bit late uh, when it comes to New Year's resolutions. I gave it a month just to see if I still feel like I want to start doing it. And I've I've just embarked on a twelve week uh, fitness challenge, and I mean you guys you guys maybe know this by now, but we're starting to incorporate some video footage in some of our episodes, and that that can probably be viewed on our YouTube. We'll still decide exactly what to do with the video content as well. 
Um, but you can see that I'm a, I'm a sizable guy and uh, this is already one month in. So you didn't see me a month back. I think I've trimmed down a little bit already. But yeah, that's what this episode is going to be about. My journey so far, um, hits and misses, ups and downs, uh, some tips, some things that worked for me completely from the perspective of a completely useless uh, couch potato mm. sitting position, work life type of person that doesn't want to go and uh, hire a personal trainer and make him make me regret that decision every time I see him and make me work so hard that I don't feel like I want to go back. So I found this nice little wedge on how to kind of balance that. And we'll talk about that today. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, really excited about this, Leon, because I can't recall what episode it was that we had this chat about. Um, but we specifically mentioned the fact that you actually realized your resting heart rate is extremely yeah. high uh, for your age. And it's something that you've always sort of said that you want to get under control. You want to start focusing on your health. You want to start looking at fitness um, exercises and really start getting control of your your physical health and all that. Mm. So I'm really, really excited to hear how it's going, Lian. I think when you first told me about this, <laughs> I was a little bit skeptical because someone like you, I know that yeah. <laughs> you, like we, we cycle together every now and then. But and if I say every now and then, I mean that this is probably once every two months. <laughs> We go out for a two-hour cycle session, uh, maybe 20 kilometers or maybe yeah, max it's, 30. Yeah, it's not fitness. It's purely recreational. I mean, we have two to exactly. three beers right after the race. <laughs> oh, yeah. Defeat. And a massive burger or you, yeah. you chow an entire yeah. pizza. Because we earned it, right? We earned it. Yeah, of course. Of course. No, most definitely. <laughs> but I'm really, really excited to hear um, you know, how the journey started, uh, what made you decide uh, to go into it. And I think I'm going to have a lot of questions, Leanne, because it's something that is, um, you know, has always interested me because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't see myself as a fit person, but I do exercise regularly, but I've never really uh, taken it upon myself to join a fitness program or to even try, you know, this whole diet and uh, fitness program combination with the HIIT training and all that stuff that I assume you're doing. So I'm really, really stoked to hear how you got started, um, how it's going, what your goals are. And yeah, I mean, I think I'm, I'm also more than anything, I'm very excited to be sharing this with our listeners. Uh, we'll see the, the progress as we progress through the next <laughs> the couple of episodes as well. No, that's great. Um, yeah, so I'm happy to pretty much go quite personal on this one because I want to kind of give a reflection, the real, real reflection of what most of the guys that go into these new re new year's resolutions or whatever you want to call it what they go through i mean it's it's you know you kind of work your way up to this point where you know that okay i need to start looking at my physical um you know my health and things like that and you you want to make a change but we all go through that almost like instant regret the first time that you did legs and you can't walk down the stairs out of the gym and you feel mm -hmm. like I don't want to go back so we all go through this phase where you start off really really well and then it starts tapering off slowly but surely so I'm hoping that today I'm probably going to re relate to almost all the people that's ever been slightly overweight or overweight or unfit or unhealthy 
that's embarked on this fitness journey because i know for a fact if you look at the figures i mean the, we're like 80 percent of people that don't push mm, through mm. that don't actually make it through this um, entire class so i mean the timing for me was right um also there's this show that we now started something called the rlt podcast <laughs> where i can't escape the reality i can't not do it you know i've got I've got, we've got fans now. <laughs> I can't let them down, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> so no, no, it's it, it's all motivation. I mean, uh, and and yeah, you need bucket loads of motivation. We'll go into that later because you really need. There are going to be the off days, and we'll talk about all of that. So yeah, I mean, you can start mm-hmm. shooting those questions off. Let's see absolutely where this ends. But yeah, I think um, the very first question that I've got for you, Leon, I think. Let's start at the beginning, uh, sort of, and then work our way through it with a couple of questions. Mm. And the very first thing that I'm most interested about knowing is uh, why d- why did you start? Why did you start? A w- what made you take on this challenge in the first place? Question number one. Question number two, as a follow-up to that, is why now? Um, I'm really, really interested because we've known each other for quite mm. some time. And it's always sort of been a topic and you've never really been interested in fitness and all that. Your wife is a fitness fanatic, uh, you know, Mm. so, uh, but it's just never really grabbed you. So what made you get started and what made you get started right now? What what was the, the trigger for you? Yeah, look, those are, those are the right questions to start off with, because hopefully, again, something that I mentioned might, might resonate with others that are finding themselves in this uh, seesaw of back and forth when it comes to fitness. So um, why I started is purely a health thing. Um, I think it varies for all different types of exercising uptake people. You know, one thing I can say is that you need to keep the why. Everything starts with why. We've spoken about this before. But you need to Mm. keep the why really, really realistic, right? I mean, if you look at me or you look at yourself in a mirror and uh, you're quite overweight, your why, your immediate why at least, shouldn't be that I want to look like Zac Efron from Baywatch within 12 weeks. Because um, mm. it's going to be unrealistic and it's always going to be, you'll never ever make it. Um, I, I'm not, yeah, I mean, I actually think realistically, I'm not even talking, um, uh, you know, wrong there or out of turn. I don't, it's impossible to to reach that in a short period of time. Um, so you need mm. to keep the reasons realistic. Um, so for me, it was a combination of I've always wanted to look better and feel healthier. I started getting heavier and heavier and heavier. And I've got kids and they require so much energy from you. And when you can't give that energy back, you feel somehow that you've lost out in life with them somehow. That's one thing that drove me is that I can't stick to the pace of my kids. Um, And when they want to play and run around and I've done it once or twice, I'm already heaving. (laughs) You know, I'm literally sweat, uh, all the way sweat drip down and I can't continue. And they can do that for like the whole day. So at least I want to improve that and, um, you know, be able to enjoy them while they're young and while they think you're the best thing in the world. So that was that was one of the big reasons. Uh, from a health perspective, it was really about, like you mentioned earlier, my resting heart rate, that's very high. So, um, I mean, we most of us wear these smartwatches these days. So on the Apple version, 
you now have an ECG scanner where you actually close the loop with your one hand. Um, doesn't really matter about the technicalities, but it gives you like a heart reading. It's not, it's scientific, but it's not like medically um, accurate, but it gives suggestions and stuff like that. And every time I run that thing, it will just say that, listen, everything seems okay here, but you've got a very high heart rate. And that will be during meditation or like, you know, that could even be while I'm sleeping. Um, and this concerns me. I mean, I went and I read up the health concerns with regards to high heart rate, resting heart rate, which means my cardio heart rate is even way, way, way higher. Um, so, I mean, I could be doing decent cardio for my size, just going to the bathroom and back. That's how quickly my heart rate picks <laughs> up, you know. And that's not good. I mean, we, we know that you need to preserve your heart. You only have one. Um, and when that thing starts making noise or, uh, you know, having issues later on in life, it's difficult to repair. Um, so there's that major, major health concern. I mean, we're not talking about, uh, you know, a knee replacement here or something that can be done and it's got some side effects. We're talking about your heart. So from a health perspective, that was the, the main reason. The overarching motivational reasons is purely because you will look a bit better as well. I mean, let's be honest, we, you want to look better. Um, you mentioned my wife is into fitness. So yeah, I mean, it just looks strange walking into a restaurant and yeah, I am <laughs> with this belter <laughs> on my side. Yeah. Um, I'm sure every guy out there understands what I mean. So I kind of want to at least look the part as well, you know, so... Um, that is definitely, the, I would say those are the three reasons. Being able to enjoy life more, feeling healthy, playing mm, with the kids, mm. uh, the health concerns that I'm starting to have, and then also just looking good again. Yeah, I think um, I, I actually get that and I understand that because that's sort of why I've, uh, well, why I started gymming a couple of years ago and not really um, to the point where I want to get massive or ripped. And sure, I think we all want that. Uh, but it's really, really just for the health benefits. I think for energy, uh, there's, there's so many scientific mm. studies being done around, uh, you know, your energy levels directly connected to your physical health as well. Uh, everything about it, you know, the, the better you look, the better you feel as well. Um, one thing yeah. I do want to ask you as well is you feel that uh, a big part of that was played by this whole COVID lockdown situation. Do you feel that impacted or sort of pushed you over the edge to take on an entire fitness challenge as opposed to just going to the gym as a regular person would or as our would sign up with the gym um, membership and basically go there once, twice, try for five times a week and then mm. hope that you can sort of uh, stick it out. Do you feel that COVID had a massive impact on pushing you over the edge yeah sure i think in um the weight gain department it played a, a very very big role i mean we were all stuck at home um we have mr delivery and uber eats and all these nice little apps that can bring you your heart's desire food right to your doorstep so you you start really losing track of that's the other thing i mean if you don't weigh yourself and measure yourself or whatever regularly, you don't really see how, I don't want to, I'm going to try and not use the word fat once in this entire podcast. <laughs> Let's see how that goes. But um, you don't really notice the gaining of the weight. 
um, until you see your mother after COVID lockdown for the first time in six months, and she will always have the guts to tell you, yes, but you're getting, you're getting big, eh? <laughs> you're getting fat. Yeah, so you'll you'll actually return from your mom knowing that, yeah, okay, I did pick up weight. Even though you don't see the, um, let's say, accumulation of that effect over time uh, because you're looking at a mirror every day. People that don't see you will definitely take notice. Um, so the COVID thing made me very, very, very uh, passive. Um I pretty much sit in this little office every day of my life. Mm. Um, I don't go out to chat to you guys at work anymore or climb in the car, drive somewhere, take the kids to school, pick up, do some activity. I literally park off. Yes, my work has increased. Um, you know, my efficiency, all those things have increased. But my health has 100% taken a back seat. And it's to the point where I can literally feel that I don't feel good. I don't feel strong. I don't yeah. feel healthy i feel tired and fatigued all the time and that wears you into very like uh, there's a component of anxiety and um, frustration that happens and occurs from that so COVID had all these different look COVID is one of the uh, times i think we're going to look back in our lives and say that was an incre incredibly weird time like some days it still feels like it's a dream and it really does feel like the world has changed forever and i think it it has um but I decided after one year that, listen, I can't sit and mope around. I can't wait for this thing to pass. My health mm. is deteriorating faster than it's ever done. I have to make a move. And it was really about then digging deep and finding the motivation. And then, yeah, I stumbled upon a group activity so this all makes it more fun is to try and get behind some sort of a program or whatever but this is completely like a personal program we'll get into that a little bit later but um yeah so COVID had a had a huge effect on i think a lot of people's health i think if we had to make this an open conversation to everyone mm -hmm. listening right now there's going to be so many people that say that they gained weight during COVID purely because of our passivity and sitting around yeah i think i think it's so difficult as well because i thought i was going to be clever and uh you know for a little while because i just got into my routine again with being at the gym, going to the gym, I've had my exercises, I've really had my yeah. habits nailed before we got hit by COVID as well. So it was a massive transition period because, you know, as you know, if you're in South Africa, uh, the lockdown uh, level, I can't even remember, I think it was level five, obviously, which is the worst level yeah. of lockdown in the country. Uh, you couldn't even get takeaways. You, you could literally only uh, buy food between certain uh, hours yep. of the day and it's also bare 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 essentials so people freaked out and everything uh, of course gyms were closed so yes it did uh, sort of help you in the sense that you didn't have access to junk food which was really great but then as soon as they they lifted yeah. some of the restrictions uh, i went and i bought a ton of sweets chips um you know <laughs> takeaways i went crazy Indulge. i really went ape um, yeah. And I think uh, I got to a point where I got so frustrated of not being able to go to the gym that I eventually ended up getting my hands on some you know, gym equipment for at home. And that's all good yeah. and well, but it 
you know, I try to convince myself that it's good enough. You know, if I put in an hour a day or a half an hour a day at home, it's better than doing nothing and all that. But as simple as it is to get into the swing of things of exercising mm-hmm. at home, uh, just as simple, you know, you fall out of that routine and it becomes very difficult to build that up again because it's not driving to the gym. It's not getting to the gym and actually being there and saying, okay, well, I'm here now. Might as well exercise uh, for a straight hour or an hour and a half. So no, it it definitely had a massive impact. I think on a lot of people, like you said, on myself included as well. Um, I can't wait to go back to the gym. I really can't. Uh, At the moment, it's, yeah, I'm making up excuses again. You know, you have to wear the mask and, you know, people are lining up uh, outside the gym and all that kind of stuff. But uh, nonetheless, I'm really, really amped on getting back in there. My next question mm. for you, Leanne, is you, you spoke a lot about this. So I think we understand the why. We understand um, the reason you went into it and all of that. You understand the why. You, I think you've got a very clear goal set. And as we know, as we've spoken in our previous episodes, um, understanding that why is the most crucial point of taking on any sort of fitness goal or any goal yeah. for that matter. The next one I want to understand is you've mentioned a lot about this fitness challenge that you've now approached or taken mm, on mm. or upon yourself. Tell me a little bit more about that. I actually really <laughs> want to know. I think we've we've spoken about it a little bit, but I don't quite understand the intensity of it. It sounds quite intense. Uh, Tell us more about that. I program. only gave you the highlights. Um, yeah, <laughs> so I do believe there's two ways of getting into this. There's the join a plan and um, go very aggressive, very fast way, which is what I kind of did. And then there's the ease into it way, which I decided not to do. So I decided to kind of stick it out for three months now, very, very hardcore, um, and then try and make it sustainable after that. So I'm on that verge of trying to make it so hardcore that I can burn enough fat as possible whilst still keeping it fun which is a very, very difficult balancing act because even today's session was really, really, really intense and tough and just some days you don't feel like it. So the challenge Mm -hmm. that I got involved in is um, in South Africa, what you call a USN 12-week challenge, I believe. Um, There's different tracks that you can take. I took the keto track, which is a ketosis track. We'll talk about that in one of our episodes and what that does and the health benefits and why it could be the diet of choice for you or maybe not. Um, But basically, it's a very high protein type of diet with almost, I would say, basically no sugar, no starch, no carbs, those kind of things. There are carbs and stuff like that, but that only comes really from the shakes and stuff. So for for the guys and the girls out there that maybe has been at my level where you've tried so many different diets, uh, you you gymmed or exercised for a few weeks at a time at certain points in your life. This plan actually worked quite well for me because it it was a long PDF document that you receive. Once you've signed up, you have to submit your first photos, <laughs> which was, uh, yes, like probably the most embarrassing thing I've ever done in my life. I just pray that they never, ever hack the USN servers and they get a hold of these starting <laughs> photos because you... It, it's not pretty and you're not even allowed to like okay stomach in chest out you have to kind of mope (laughs) in this video to make it as realistic as possible so you pretty much look like a punctured uh balloon uh on the first set of photos 
Um, but anyway, so this track, the keto track, for example, it then gives you a, an exercise plan, a diet plan, as well as some recipes and stuff and um, substitution um, products. So, for example, if you were used to taking uh, peanut butter, you can now mm. only have the nuts without the processed of the peanut butter where there's sugar and stuff that they add so it gives you mm. all the different types of ingredients that you can now start introducing into your um your 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 diet now the reason i took the keto diet primarily is because the food choices are quite good for my lifestyle i enjoy yeah i think i think that's the most important point because i've seen some of these programs and it makes it very, very difficult for you to mm. stick to it because you're basically allowed, well, you're not allowed to eat a lot of good stuff. So, yes. yeah, I think that's a very, very important point. Yeah, it's, look, I think it's it makes all the difference because um, it's very, very easy to commit to something that includes at least some of the stuff that you enjoy um, as opposed to going into these diets where they kind of want to give you very aggressive, I understand it, they want to give you aggressive results in a short period of time, but in doing that, they put you through a horrendous diet that's just not sustainable. For example, mm. with keto, you could probably eat like this for the rest of your life and you'll probably be happy. I do miss a bit of carbs, I must say. Uh, those are the only cravings I'm getting. The sweets and the sugary stuff, I've never really been a fan. No, I don't know how I got like this. <laughs> it's from all the sitting around. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't miss the sugary stuff. I really do miss the carbs and things like that and processed carbs. Um, but the other stuff is all really good. It's meat, uh, it's chicken, it's uh, red meat, lamb, fatty products, cheese, eggs, uh, nice stuff. Uh, really, really nice stuff. I haven't gotten tired of the of the eating at all, to be honest. Actually, I was quite surprised of some of the stuff that's included in the diet that you would think goes against saving weight or, or losing weight. Um, but it's all about mm. the process mm. of ketosis and how that works. But that warrants an entire show on its own. So that's pretty much all all diet side right and i think mm. i do understand the, uh, the the thought process behind it because i've heard this saying a lot you know i think this is probably where um you i'm lacking in a certain department when it comes to physical exercise and all that i really don't care doing the physical exercise uh it's it's when it comes to the diet uh, i think that's mm. the most difficult uh, issue for me as well and look i'm not looking to lose weight and stuff but back when i was really into fitness and stuff i was really trying to gain a lot of weight because i was really skinny in mm. school um so i really wanted to put on a little bit of weight but also you know muscle mass not really you know uh, just fat or anything like that so mm. for for me i do understand that a big part of it and i've heard this saying a lot of the time that uh, it's 80 percent diet and 20 percent exercise or gym so oh, yeah. very very interesting to know that most of your program really focuses on uh, eating right and fo following the right diets and all that. But yeah. I'm also interested in actually understanding or, or finding out a little bit more about the training, the actual exercise that you're doing, because like we mm. said, you're not a very active, not a very fit person. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm really interested in what sort of, what does that program look like, the exercise program? How often, how regular do you have to exercise and what type of exercises are included in that and how intense does that actually get? Um, so yes, you're quite right. I'm not a very physical person and not a very, <laughs> let's say, uh, fit person at all. 
I think, especially in the last year during COVID, I think the most exercise I did is walking up to my um, study every day. Um, I even made sure that I've got facilities around me that includes coffee <laughs> and a food station and, uh, you know, bathroom facilities and everything so that I literally don't need to. I've got a chair here with five. I upgraded my chair to have um, rollerblade wheels on it so I can literally wheel myself around up here like a proper sloth. <laughs> And so I'm not a physical person. I don't run. My wife always tells me I run weird. So, I, I mean, I went and I played tennis with her once and she kept laughing and I, I didn't even do half bad, but she couldn't stop laughing at my action of running. Um, so, yeah, it's fair to say that I don't really do a lot of that stuff. So the training that they give you in this plan and there wasn't any choice in this because i probably would have never ever chosen this is high intensity interval training so h double it training heat training and it is super intense so the whole objective mm -hmm. of heat training is to try and raise your heart rate as fast and as hard as you can for as long period as possible without making you vomit or die or get a heart attack which i did all of the above in the first day <laughs> um, except die and heart attack but it did feel like all of that all at the same time um, so it includes stuff like and, and this is where we're going to probably lose some of the people because you don't so just a disclosure you don't have to do this um, <laughs> you could probably go and find lesser workouts but we're not talking about my experience and i can tell you it's 30 days in 32 days in and it has gotten better it still sucks um, but it has gotten easier but on the first day they included uh stuff like lunges um now i don't know why um walking is so easy and lunges which is a form of walk is so difficult it's absolutely <laughs> i get stuck in every position imaginable and I've even had my, my, my thighs just completely fail me. <laughs> oh, Mid-lunch, um, you'll just feel like there's nothing anymore and you just fall in front of like 20 other people that are ripped. Yeah, so it's, it's high intensity. And then it works in intervals, so it's interval training. They very well know mm. that if you're a, a fat sloth like I was, oh, sorry, I broke the fat <laughs> mentioning. Uh, but yeah, that you can't do a lot of this in a long period of time. So they do two minutes of four different, yeah, four different exercise reps per two minutes. So it's 30 seconds on each one. Then you get 90 seconds to catch your breath or uh, just walk the vomit feelings off. And then you have to go into two minutes again. And then by the third one, so on the first day, I only got through, I think, the first two minutes. And then I took about an hour off and I did another two minutes. Um, so it is super, super tough in the beginning. I'm at a point now where I get through all four sets and in total then, what's that, 16 reps in the space of 15 minutes. And I, I can still, I can walk it off. I don't roll it off anymore. Mm. Uh, I can actually walk away from the exercise, but you are completely drenched and it's super effective at burning fat um, at the end of the day. So I also want to know that you're obviously because you haven't exercised like that in the past and now all of a sudden you're jumping in, you're, you're not just going to the gym and sort of easing yourself into it. Mm. Um, 
The program obviously doesn't just start smack bam, high intensity, well, it does high intensity training and all that, but not to a maximum um, level and all that. So there's obviously increasing the intensity <laughs> of it on a yes. weekly basis or so, right? So they so they basically do that. But um, first and foremost, how difficult was it the first week? Because you, you said that you're in now just over 30 days or something like that. So you've yeah, been at this yeah. for a little while. How tough was it when you first got started that first week versus if you had to compare it to how you feel now? Is the recovery going mm. a lot better? Is it is it easier for you to actually uh, jump into, into the actual exercises and all that now that you've gotten used to what to do and all that? I assume that it's getting better or I don't know because you've been unfit for such a long time. So mm. is it getting mm. any better? Well, in short, yes, it's getting better. Um, it's not great yet. It's still tough, um, but it is getting better. So, yes, you're quite right. They perpetually kind of increase the intensity week past week past week. Um, but they also have a little bit of a disclaimer at the beginning of when you should stop and when you shouldn't like push yourself if you don't feel comfortable and all these kind of things. Um, so they do make mention. Obviously, the first week, <laughs> I can't explain the pain and <laughs> it's just you're so sore everywhere because it's high intensity and it's all this jumping jack type of very fast aggressive exercising you are very sore everywhere and you discover muscles that no one ever knew existed except for the guys that are actually fit probably know about them um, you start really missing basic things in life, like being able to get in and out of a car, being able to wipe your bum, <laughs> um, being able to raise a fork to your mouth so that you can eat. Um, and you miss those things so badly. And it, it also the first week, the funny thing is the recovery, because I was so unfit and because of the intensity of the workout, like I remember when I previously got into working out, even though it lasted only two months, maybe at a time, I would start slow and just take my time and not be that sore. Uh, this this was like bone crushingly sore. I could not, the, the, the last exercise on the first week, so it was five days in a row worth of exercising for an hour. Um, the, we did some leg stuff, mostly leg intensity stuff. That entire, and I know why they did it on a Friday, because it gave you the whole weekend to recover a little bit from the leg exercises. Mm. I could not come up to my study that entire weekend and walking down from the stairs were actually worse than going up. Um, so it was sore. And, and this is something that um, I think hopefully most people would expect is going to happen. And it's something that you should not get too scared of. Um, it, it's, it's not the type of pain that's going to be constant like a toothache or an earache. When you're sitting still, it does subside and you can live through it. It's just when you get back into the activity that it, it, it feels a bit bad. Um, my wife gave me one tip of advice for this. And she told me, um, first of all, um, swallow your tears, man up. And secondly, just get back in the gym. It will feel better once the muscles release again once all the acidity in your muscles mm. go back into mm. your bloodstream mm. and that was extremely helpful and this was actually one of the good motivators to go back to gym is it actually does help with the muscle fatigue and the pain of the muscles there's also supplements that the people can take so you can go speak to your pharmacists or whatever and there are some recovery supplements that you can take so there are some stuff that i'm taking as well that helps with recovery 
it it hurt it hurts but it got better it did get better you get stronger over time i've only been at it now for let's call it four weeks um it's complicated mm. to remember the exact days and i already feel much stronger and i am recovering much faster i hope that answers the question that's as vividly as i can explain no it. absolutely it does uh okay so you've mentioned a lot of bad stuff though uh, in the beginning of that. So I, I think that the this, this episode, if anything, will basically tell uh, any of our listeners to never, ever try a challenge like this again. Yeah. So if you never, ever want to get skinny, you, you listen to us. Tonight. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because Leon likes to complain about how tough this challenge has been. I've spoken to him a couple of times on it. And I know that it's been tough on you. I can just imagine. I don't even have the dedication to do something like that. And I'm much younger. And if you want to put leaner, leaner yeah, <laughs> I'm much leaner. <laughs> We're not going to use that word. Great. You can so just say. <laughs> what I want to ask, Leon, is, um, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Hmm. Do you really feel that you'll be able to stick it out? You said that you're four weeks into this now. You're going on a 12-week challenge. So there's still a, a few more weeks left for you on this. Uh, do you feel that you're strong mm. enough to push through? Um, and would you recommend you know, anyone else sitting in a position that you're sitting in? I think you're in your mid-30s. Uh, you've just woken mm. up and realized, oh, okay, wait, I need to really start focusing on my health uh, mm. before it's mm. too late. So, and, and you really, I think it's surprising and really, really impressive that someone at, you know, not your age, um, but at sort of, sort of where you were at, at that mental space of saying, I don't care about exercise. I'm never going to exercise. I'm just not a fit person. It's just not who I am to f switch mm. your mindset, uh, completely 180 degrees um, and say that I'm going to go the other direction. I'm actually not just going to join a gym, but I'm going to sign up for a program. Is it really worth it? Do you feel that you're going to mm. achieve it? You're going to push through? And then I've got a, one last question that I'll follow that up with as well. Sure. Um, okay. So again, short answer, I believe 100% it's worth it. I'll explain why. So the thing is when you start um i would say let's let's go to the normal honeymoon type of idea of doing a new year's resolution then people join a gym they get back into the gym they start with five days a week then they go three days a week then they start saying all right you know i'm feeling a bit sore they start making excuses for me it was about the why the why needs to be huge it needs to be everything the why is the one thing that gets you there on the days that you don't want to go and that's what I spoke about in the beginning is all the three different motivations that was key for me is just to look better, feel better and, you know, just get in, a, in, a, in better shape and feel healthier and start looking after my health. That is what gets you back in gym. All right. When it comes to is it worth it? If, if we're talking purely about results and this is, again, I'm the type of person, if I just go and do this on my own and I'm not that intentional about it. I will probably fail. I need mm. a guide. I need the little book that says, go buy these supplements. Not that I bought all of them, but there's some of the key stuff that I decided to go and get because it can get really expensive really quickly as well. And I'm just, mm. I think the, the results are negligible after a certain point. Um, and then there's a plan. There's a daily plan. You've got your, you know, another tip that I can give that makes it fun 
is get yourself nice gear. Go get yourself a nice pair of training, exercising shorts and, and, and shoes or sneakers or whatever. Get yourself a smart watch. The things are getting very cheap. You can get off-brand off ones now for like, you know, five or six dollars. That's going to track your steps. It's going to track your heart rate. And all of these things are just interesting and fun to keep track of. And it's little goals that you can set for yourself. So as far as motivation you have to find a way to self-motivate during this process and motivation is going to be different for different people for example my wife gets motivated by weight loss physical weight loss i get motivated by um, a measurement loss so i basically like to see the measurement changing i am very so another thing is that i did deviate from the exercise plan a little bit i'm combining it with a bit of weight training at the same time uh, which is yeah, just making life tougher on me. But it also means that because I've got a longer vision for this, we'll talk about that just now. But mm. so I'm also gaining weight, muscle. Uh, sorry, muscle weight while reducing fat. So it means that yes, in the first week I dropped, uh, um, you know, in kilograms I dro I dropped five kilograms in the first week. But I mean, it made sense. I felt like hell. Mm. <laughs> I, I I would have been very, very angry if it was less than that. But yeah, you lose very aggressively in the beginning. Then it starts tapering off a little bit. And then your body goes into self-preservation mode. It says, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't want to burn all this fat. This fat's going to keep me alive. And, you know, your body, your brain needs to start training itself into, no, this is actually normal now. This is how it's going to be from now on. And then you mm -hmm. start at the same time also gaining uh, muscle mass because you're doing some weight and resistance training at the same time. So motivation is key. You need to find what works for you. For me, it was the more physical stuff that I can see. Noticing that a shirt that was tight now fits better. Noticing that the belt buckle you or the belt loop you've gone into one notch uh, smaller. Um, physical measurements that you have to do during these kind of programs, there you can track it really well. So it's not really that much about, much mm. about the weight loss for me necessarily. I don't really care about mm. that number right now. Um, but uh, as far as that's concerned, the motivation part is the key thing that you need to figure out in order to um, go back and return every single day. I don't, I'm not saying you have to go super aggressive the plan kind of tells you to do five days a week but um you need to also kind of stick to what's going to be comfortable for you again it's all about creating something that's sustainable and um, yeah. as much as this is a program with a short-term goal there is many many long-term goals for me particularly so these short-term goals is uncomfortable i'm hating it but i'm mm -hmm. also loving it the results are showing that i'm working my ass off <laughs> my donkey off um but after this i'll start relaxing a bit and i'll i'll do l a little bit less of the bad exercises and do more of the fun exercises and maybe replacing jogging on a treadmill with going out on a mountain bike ride instead and just start making it a lifestyle instead of just a short-term high intensity goal that you can never ever 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 continue doing for the rest of your life yeah no so you actually touched on something there that i'm very very interested in as well that we'll explore in just a second but absolutely that was going to be my follow-up question is 
this is a great program. It sounds like a great program. You've been pushing yourself really hard. You've seen some results already, uh, but how are you going to keep that and make that sustainable after the 12 week challenge completes? Because mm. I think a lot of people struggle with that because, uh, you know, you push yourself, you actually might actually accomplish that goal of pushing through the 12 weeks and reach mm. your end goal after that. But then the first thing that I would do is I would reward myself and I would say, okay, let's go binge drinking <laughs> or, you know, let's 100%. take a weekend and just order takeaways and not really care about uh, that. And then we'll get back on track next week. And then maybe you fall off the wagon 100%. for a week and then you come back the week after that. So I'm really, really glad that you're talking about the sustainability after it, your plan of action to to make it more sustainable, to not really uh, you push yourself into burnout on a permanent basis and being mm. realistic about that. So I love that. Absolutely. The thing that you touched on that I want to explore real quick uh, before we wrap up the show or the session for today is you mentioned your know, the, the, your why mm. in that goal mm. setting and in that process of uh, of taking on this whole fitness challenge and finding a way to motivate yourself on an ongoing basis. And I feel that that's very, very important because in, in it's funny because in a business book that I read, I think we both read it at some point, The Lean Startup, they also talk about mm. goal setting in business, but they talk about vanity metrics. Now, vanity metrics is something that people yes. think that they should be focused on and they focus on the complete wrong data they're focusing on the complete wrong data they're not really focusing on the data that makes um, sense that drives the business towards its goal and i feel that that is very very applicable in this situation as well is that if you join a fitness program and say that yeah one of my goals is to lose weight and to become more lean uh yeah absolutely but that's not your core goal your core why behind this whole thing is so that you just feel better. You feel that you, um, mm. you're number one, you're more healthy. You eat, you're eating healthier. Uh, you're exercising more. Uh, you can spend more time with your kids and play games with them without tiring yourself out entirely. Um, well, that's that's mm. pretty mm. much your core metric that you want to measure the whole time. So getting caught up in you know, how much weight have I lost today and jumping on a scale each and every single day, writing down, the it's weight amounts and all yeah. that i think that's going to get frustrating at some point absolutely yeah. i feel that that's, that's where a lot of people some days exactly yeah and that's when you stop as well like you said in the beginning mm. you lose a lot of weight i think for me it was always about gaining weight so you gain weight up until a point and you just hit the ceiling and it's so tough further, to break yeah. through that you can't go further mm. uh, and i feel that with weight loss as well it, it you hit that bottom yeah, where you can't you really break through it and you need to have a very, very strong underlying why, number one, mm. uh, if you know we're getting to the point of the show here where we're giving tips, you've already given some tips. So to summarize that is mm. to number one, understand the why, really, really understand what is the reason, uh, the core reason. It's not just to look better. It's, it's, it's you know, why do you want to look better? Um, you know, mm, is it because mm. you you feel that you lack confidence because you don't feel good about yourself because you feel you don't look good? So if that's one of the reasons, then absolutely, then you're tapping into the underlying why as opposed to just looking at the end goal in itself. So yeah. it's understand your why. For you, it wasn't just to look better. Uh, it's not just to feel better, but it's to be more healthy, to spend better time with your kids. And of course, one of the other benefits of that would be to look better or to um, lose some weight yeah and that actually follows it follows by itself yeah. it's almost like it's a product of 
um, combining healthy diet and a healthy exercise regime is the mm. side effect of that is the looking better. That should actually not be the core focus because that is the hardest part to achieve is the physical transformation. It's not that difficult Absolutely. getting behind a diet and exploring it and getting used to it and looking at the ingredients and starting to do some cooking and figuring out cool recipes. That becomes quite a lot of fun. Um, it's also mm. very quick that you start feeling better and you can start playing with your kids for longer periods of time. Your health starts recuperating very, very fast. The, the, the actual physical appearance of that, that takes a longer time. And I think that's the disappointing yeah. thing for a lot of people is they expect this to be very, yeah. very quick if they go very aggressive. And you need to be realistic mm. about that. I think realism yeah, is a very, very, very important underdog statement is that you cannot transform from obesity to um, shred it in 12 weeks. That will take yeah. five years. You know what I mean? Um, and, and I think so many people go in with the wrong expectations um, that they are going to be able to achieve that. I actually watched a video, and sorry, I hijacked your session just now. I watched a video mm -hmm. today that talks about um, all the big boys of Hollywood. So, you know, the Dwayne The Rock Johnson, um, the guy that plays Thor, how these guys get so big so quickly. And it's... It's not just exercise. These guys, if you are getting paid $10 million to put your face on a TV show, you will get the best trainers, the best exercises, and mm -hmm. then performance mm -hmm. enhancement drugs. They all take PEDs. Um, not to say that it's all anabolic steroids and stuff like that, but they take performance enhancement drugs. It's not sustainable once again. They do that for a career. They do that because they can afford to spend three hours a day in the gym because that's actually part of of their job they're not doing it because they want to feel healthy and stuff like that so it's mm. easy for mm. them the problem with that is i don't have a problem with that they have to look cool in the movies imagine that iron man's a fatty you know and his <laughs> rocket suit doesn't want to go up so they have to look good in these shows we get that the problem is that it creates this perception in a lot of people that if they can get that shredded that quickly surely i can if i join this exercise program like now with usn I buy the couple of thousand rands worth of supplements. I go get myself vomit with the um, exercise every morning of every day. I stick to the diet. Then I can look like Zac Efron on Baywatch. And you need to get those expectations in, 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 in check. It's not going to be yeah. the case. And I think this is Absolutely. also huge elephant in the room and why a lot of people jump out too quickly yeah absolutely so it's number one understanding your why your underlying why number two manage your expectations really mm. really manage your expectations surrounding it set realistic goals for yourself number three that i wanted to touch on as well is uh you're regarding this the motivation and um on the topic of vanity metrics is again just to recap make sure that you're measuring the actual the real metric that you want to achieve yeah. that drives end, you towards that goal, goal. Mm. exactly don't don't say i'm going into this to lose weight um you know if, if that's if that's why you're doing it then absolutely you know don't get too caught up on it but really focus on that why um and link those two together understand that if mm. you're gonna compare yourself to zach efron every single day you're gonna look in the mirror you're gonna be like 
while I don't look anything close to it and I've been pushing for the last six months, then absolutely, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to throw you off. I want to I say something very cliche, and I've always wanted to use this line. If I can yeah. do it, anyone can. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually it's very true. literally the case. It's, it's extremely true. true. I mean, if I could get off my lazy ass and um, I'm, look, I'm not lazy when it comes to work and stuff like that i'm super lazy at being healthy and sticking to diets and eating well and not indulging and you know what i mean so if i can do it i'm yeah. pretty sure everyone can and i've i've tried enough programs to know that none of them really work at the end of the day it's flipping it, it it's actually very obvious you need to have a good diet you need to have a very good uh, exercise regime you need to have the motivation uh, to do it. And then you just need to basically show up every single time and find a way that's going to keep that motivation flying high so that you don't actually fall back. The thing about this is also when you start tripping, you start falling and you start mm. losing out on one day, yeah, two days there, a whole week there. And this is death to these exercise programs you get back after only one week of missing exercise you'll feel like you're back to square one i've heard this from people that's been gymming for longer than me and i've even um, seen it in my previous times of gymming as well so there's a few things um uh, yeah hopefully some tips that you just need to get in check once you've got those things right i think it's going to be sustainable look i mean hopefully this episode won't air before i quit this whole thing so then we can pull this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, I'm so kidding. I'll, I'll that push actually through. that that brings me to to my closing comment here is I think um, with a lot of life goals that you set for yourself, you need to create some form of accountability, and mm. it's it's very difficult I think in a lot of you know when you start your own business and you don't do it with a partner you yourself hold yourself accountable to get to the task to perform Mm. the task to stick it out to go through the tough times and that makes it very difficult so that's why as with a business uh, partnership it really makes it a lot easier because Mm. you've got an accountability partner or someone that holds you accountable to pitch up to the meetings to push through the tough times and all that i think the same goes for any goal that you set in life if you have someone holding you accountable for that then absolutely the the chances of you achieving the goal at the end of the day will become that much easier and exactly in the fitness sense as well so you're sharing your story now with all of our listeners leon and mm. this is a commitment. So <laughs> so you're in it. You've been in it for quite some time. But this is going to be your accountability partner. We're going to be here. I think it's going to definitely um, motivate you to push through to the end, right? If uh, no, Just will. at least for our it, listeners. It, it, so this was not by chance. This is actually purposefully uh, putting another little metric in place that's going to make me get there. Um so yeah, I can't disappoint our six fans. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, your mom and my mom. <laughs> your mom, my mom, and a couple and of friends. relatives. Yeah, no, so I have to yeah. make them proud. <laughs> no, so Absolutely. no, you're quite right. I mean, I'm I'm motivated this time around. I've got the right whys, and it's been easier since. I think that was the one thing that never t- checked for me, and also yeah, mm. the reasons why I wanted to jump to just get big yeah that that's super tough i think that's tougher than trying to lose weight uh when you Mm. are overweight so yeah the motivations were wrong now that they're in line 
I don't want to say it's the simplest, um, let's say, body transformation, whatever thing you want to call it that I've been on, but it hasn't been as hard as previous ones. Um, just because you know, you've got your kids aspect, your health that's not looking good. I mean, yeah, those are those are serious things that I want to get right. And then, yes, the side effect that will inevitably happen is I'll also look better. Um, mm, but mm. that's really not the core focus this time around. Like I said on previous shows, I've got my wife, I've got the kids, I've done those things. I don't need to look <laughs> good. But it is a very nice plus if you could. I'm so, so amped and stoked on seeing the difference uh seeing the progress that you're going to make and leon i think that it's great that you're sharing this story and your journey with uh, all of our listeners if you're sitting and listening to this and you are not sure if it's even worth uh you know, turning your um, fitness goals around or actually looking and setting fitness goals in your physical health mm. column of your your one of the spokes of life that you've set for yourself then yeah absolutely i think leon that will most definitely resonate so with that being said i think that is all we have time for in this episode so once again ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for joining in and i'm very very excited to be back here with you guys and to record some more content that is all from myself mono my name is leon thank you very much for joining us again this week it's really really good to be back in the studio and recording lots of good stuff coming in our upcoming episodes have a wonderful week we'll catch you next time cheers Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining this episode. We really hope that it inspires and motivates you. By the way, we're giving away a free 5-step personal budget template that will help you take control of your financial goals. So just head over to rltstudios.com, sign up for our newsletter and we will get that right over to you. So head over to rltstudios.com and we will see you in the next episode. Until then, cheers. Cheers.